Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, I wanted to discuss with you today uh, my blog that I just posted, but before I did that, I wanted to share with you a little bit about free will. We all have free will. And free will is our God-given ability to choose to do something, but also not to choose to do something. And I tend to be guilty of the latter part. Uh, when it comes to working and being productive and profitable, uh, I tend to slack a little bit in that department. So I need to uh, essentially kick things into gear, so to speak. Um, but, you know, we need to recognize that, you know, with free will, it, um, you know, it's choosing but also not choosing. Okay, how do you earn money instead of spending money with affiliate marketing? That was the question of the day today with my blog. You know, it was a, it was a big, uh, big to-do. Um, so, you know, go on my, on my blog site at WordPress. It's online marketing for life, and that's the number four. So, folks... Without getting into too much dreary um, discussion, and, and I say dreary only because uh, when when you have a blog, it's it's different uh, when you're reading it as opposed to when it's being read, and the inflection needs to be there, and, and that this that and the other thing. Uh, so, my my point that I wanted to get through today is I had about 10 helpful tasks uh, to help your online marketing business. And the first one was create valuable content. You know, it's, it seems obvious, but it's, it's important. And it's not just letters and pictures. You know, when you record a video, um, you know, the contents in the words, the inflection, uh, your mannerisms, you know, in whatever form we use, whether it be a, a blog, a podcast such as this, or a video, we must make sure, you know, that we have sufficient value, but also we express a need. You know, that's, that's very important. We have to create a want or a need for our audience. You know, our call to action, our CTA, must be potent and do exactly what it specifies. You know, so knowing your audience is a, is a critical thing for sure. Uh, the second point, and, and I would recommend, you know, taking some notes on these because they are worth, um, you know, sharing and understanding and making them your own. 
Second point we have is document your success. You know, this is valuable for anybody that wants continued success with affiliate marketing. Uh, it's not enough, you know, to make the sale. You want to know how and where it came from. You know, and how you can repeat the process. Knowing what's worked in the past, it's going to help you in the future. You know, very simple. You know, and, and many gurus claim to set it and forget it, so to speak. But that won't provide sustainability. You know, there are countless analytics you can use. And they're, you know, very user-friendly for the most part. And feel free to reach out. And I'll be happy to point you in the right direction. Our third point is understand your products. This, again, sounds very obvious, but you'd be surprised uh, at how many people aren't familiar with what they promote, you know. Um, knowing the product inside and out is going to help you rise above the competition. It, it really is, you know, because there's so many people out there that are, are not in line with their product, and it's not so much their product, but their affiliates. And that's almost like a, an afterthought. Um, you need to become passionate about it so that passion can be passed on to, to what you're promoting you know remember knowledge is not power unless you use it to your advantage and that's the key the fourth one uh, engage your audience you know again this may seem obvious but many fail to do it you know, when, when doing a blog, podcast, or video, you know, engage with your audience. Ask them questions or ask them for feedback. You know something? And you'd be surprised by what you hear. You know, and it's do the same with social media posts, whether it be on Facebook, Instagram, whatever have you. You know, asking questions opens a lot of opportunity. You know, the more you engage, the more trust and likability you establish. You know, it's that old KLT, no like and trust. Uh, so keep that in your hat as well. The fifth point here, focus on one niche. You know, you may think that it's not that big of a deal, but, you know, it's hard for some that are starting out. You know, they, they feel the need to cover as much ground as, as possible because that's what the top achievers are doing. You know, but that's not how most of them started out. You know, many marketers, you know, dig a foot wide and a mile deep as opposed to a foot deep into a mile wide. You know, we want to penetrate. Uh, and, and that's what we can do when we focus on just one niche. And, and one platform for that matter as well. Being on every social media platform uh, is, is, is not recommended when starting out. You know, get 
comfortable and get good at one platform, one niche, and you can expand from there. You know, the point is to penetrate as much as you can with one niche as well as one platform. You know, and that's especially when you're starting out. And number six, provide helpful information and don't sell, folks. You know, just be uh, an instrument of providing help and information. You know, those that have a heavy sales and self-promotion approach seldom win out to those with useful information. You'd be surprised to realize that, but it, that is the case. Uh, you don't have to be a sales maverick to succeed in this world. You know, provide value and folks will keep coming back. Sites with the most value generally rank among the top. You know, and you, you can test it out on your own. Uh, number seven, promote your products with the right people. You know, when the time comes, you will have an opportunity to create and sell your own products. <clears throat> Even better is having folks become affiliates for your product or service. You know, the cautionary tale here is to be selective with whom you do business. You know, this is your product and you don't want your credibility smeared with somebody, you know, looking to make a quick buck. So, understand that. And number eight, always look for ways to enhance and improve. You know, when it comes to affiliate marketing, you know, it's an ongoing effort. Nothing that works lasts forever. And you must constantly implement and improve everything that you do as with any learning process you must be dialed in to what works and what doesn't plain as that you know number nine put in the legwork it takes you know affiliate marketing takes time as does anything else worthwhile however once you dedicate your schedule your time you will see a progression of success. Just like losing weight, say you lose 20 pounds, you know, it, it's highly uh, discouraged for you to start eating unhealthy again. You know, because then you'll put all the weight back on. All the hard work that you put in is gone. So make work a part of the journey. You know, just make it part of the schedule and you'll be thanking yourself you did. Okay, and the last one, number 10, have guidelines set for your tasks. A good rule to go by is that it's okay to have outrageous goals, but not have outrageous expectations. Let me repeat that. It's okay to have outrageous goals, but do not have outrageous expectations. You know, it's very important to have a daily schedule that addresses all tasks that have that need attention. It's much easier to get where you're going with a map or nowadays a GPS 
as opposed to just driving until you get there. You know, so be cognizant of your duties as well as your surroundings. And, and there you have it, folks. You know, the, the 10 points of being a better affiliate marketer. And I'll, and I'll read through them real quick. Uh, create va- valuable content. Document your success. Understand your products. Engage your audience. Focus on one niche. Provide helpful information. And don't sell. Promi- pr- promote your products with the right people. Always look for ways to enhance and improve. Put in the legwork it takes. And have guidelines set for your tasks. You know, so there there you are. Hopefully you uh, took some notes on those. uh, Because I I really think it's a, a, a reference that you can go back to from time to time. Just to double check as to what you're doing and am I doing things correctly so to speak you know um, that that in and of itself um, those 10 things if you did 5 of them consistently you're going to be successful you know uh, you want to be ultra successful then you know do all 10 so um Listening over the weekend, walking the dog, some personal development. Uh, we must find joy. We must find joy in the journey. And it's so true because sometimes we're so worked up in the fact, uh, are we there yet? You know, I remember going to the mall every weekend with my parents and I hated it. But when I got there, it wasn't that bad because there was things to do. It was relatively entertaining. But the 45-minute the drive just was was a grind. Uh, and that's the way we can find things in our businesses at times. You know, trying to fight through the journey to get to the goal, which is providing us joy. And, and again, joy can be provided at any time along the way so try to focus in on that you know Um, in another quote that I heard today this morning or actually it was printed we cannot love without suffering and we cannot suffer without love now that was tough for me to to get my arms around I'm all about the fact that we cannot love without suffering. Because there is some some suffering when it comes to loving. Absolutely. But suffering without love, I thought was possible. (laughs) But apparently it's not. Because that suffering without love, we cannot suffer without love, is exactly what we're suffering for even an injury you know the pain that we're going through uh, there's some love associated to that so I just thought that was neat uh, and Darren Hardy today uh, his AMA ask him anything uh, he 
he had a pretty good scenario going on. And I'll share that with you. So there was a, a guy that uh, emailed Darren and said, listen, you know, I have this CFO who's done a good job for me uh, over the past four years. And he's become a friend and he's become a, a good worker. But he's just not great. He's not over the top. And I found that great CFO that will get us to the next level. You know, what do I do? You know, he was really, um, he was really disturbed, you know, because the issue is emotion. You know, when emotion comes into play, folks, it makes it very, very difficult. But if you go by the mission statement and what's best for the company as well as all of the employees and their families, you know, it becomes a very simple decision. So Darren says, listen, give him three options. You know, see if he can move him to another position in the company. Uh, allow him to resign with dignity and give him severance. Or, you know, liberate with good recommendation, you know, terminate him. You know, and those are really the, the only three things you can do. Um, and every employer has to choose between, you know, two scenarios. You know, eliminating nice but incapable people and achieving your mission. Or keeping the nice people, but they're incapable and not achieving your mission, you know, so it, it, it's pretty straightforward. Um, so hopefully you enjoyed. I will check in with you folks probably tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. Bye-bye now.